What's up and welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, super fan and addict of all things Cincinnati Reds, and I've turned my addiction into information for you. On today's podcast, we have a special guest returning. He's been on the podcast a couple of different times. Lucas Sims, relief pitcher extraordinaire for the Cincinnati Reds. We talk about what this season was like for him, all the different things that he went through between the pitching through sleet, uh, elbow injuries, tacky stuff, and all kinds of different stuff in between right here on the Locked On Reds podcast. And thank you for making me your hashtag first listen of the day. Locked On Reds is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lucas, I want to uh, congratulate you on the new addition to the family, and I did not know that you were such a big Carson Palmer fan. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, it's not after Carson Palmer, but uh, <laughs> no, thank you. It's um, you know, it's been probably the coolest, coolest experience in my life, and uh, I don't know. It's it's been uh, it's been a blast so far. Guessing you guys are just getting busy, but. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's fun. We're having a blast. That's awesome to hear. That's that a great way. I mean, I'm sure that you were hoping that you were going to be in the midst of a playoff race whenever that happened. But hey, at least it's a good way to begin the off season. So I was I was happy to see that uh, you guys got that good news. Yeah, it was kind of win win situation. Obviously, <laughs> we'd love to be playing baseball still, but um, you know, silver linings. I was I didn't have to stress about finding a flight and. Uh, you know, was able to, to be there and um, get to do that experience. So. Yeah. so let's talk about that. When you think about this passing, when you reflect on it, I know you've had a little bit of time now. What is your first thought about the 2021 season? Um, so a lot of adversity. I thought I thought I dealt with a lot of adversity. Um, yeah. Not just myself, but, you know, the team as well. Um a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, obviously, we as a team we came up short of um, making playoffs, and and you know that that definitely hurts as a whole um, because we did we we really um, we really cared for each other. You know, we were pulling for each other. Um, you know, sometimes you just come up short. Um, but but just for myself. Um, you know, there was a, there was a lot of things that went well, and then there was a lot of things that uh, didn't go well. Um, you know, I think I learned a little bit about myself. Um, I, I do that every year, but I learned something about myself. Sure. Um, was able to kind of hit a groove towards the end, and now it's about uh, you know carrying that into um, you know next season. Is there kind of a feeling of like, oh come on, did the season really have to end at this point, or are you, are you like, you know, it, it, it's good to get that break? Um, well, I think part of it is, you know, you want to keep going because you want to play in the postseason. Sure, sure. Um, so, so that in in that regard, yeah, it, it's kind of a bummer because you wanted to keep going, and um, you know, you you want to win. Um, in the same sense, it's it is a long season. Um. You know, when it's all said and done and, you know, the last game's played, it's it's about recovery. It's about 
uh, reflection and then, and it's about, you know, kind of getting away from the game for a little bit and, um, being a husband, being a dad, um, you know, being a friend, all that good stuff. So, um, you know, it's, there's, <laughs> there's more to life than baseball, but sure. you know, as, as, as much as I love the game, um, you know, it's about, it's about other things right now. Absolutely. I mean, there's more to life than podcasting. I can firmly admit that. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much out there. So much out there. <laughs> yes, there is. I, I, I want to talk about the game, and, and I know this is going to be real timely, but back on April 20th, the blizzard. Uh, <laughs> firstly, how much are you looking forward to trying to pitch in a blizzard again? Because that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was a new one for me. Um, <laughs> at the time I didn't think anything of it. Um, I was just like, there's, there's just no, I was upset because I, I had, I wasn't excused my pitches and I had just given up a, the go ahead run and I'm, I'm sitting there and it just kept getting worse. And I'm like, DJ always tells us, he's like, you know, if you get a baseball, you don't like toss it out until you get one. You're and I, I was like, they were, they were soaked. The mountain was, was a wreck. And there was ice everywhere. Ice was hitting me in the face. And I'm like, this is... So I kept throwing them out. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know... At the time, I didn't think it was going to get uh, blown up kind of the way it did. I was just... I was just mad. Uh, right. And, you know, one thing led to another. But I, I don't know. As far as I was concerned, I was like, you know, DJ said... DJ tells us, you know, it's like if you got to do mountainscaping, you know, if there's a big hole or something that you need to fix, like make sure you get it, get it fixed. And if you get a baseball you don't like, toss it out. <laughs> so I was just doing a little bit of both. <laughs> that was, I mean, and there were so many good moments during the season. I mean, you had Castellanos flexing over uh, Jake Woodford and you had uh, great moments like the no hitter for Wade Miley. But that was one of my favorite pictures. I had a picture of you like delivering a pitch and you can see all of the sleet and the rain that is falling around you. And you're like, this looks like somebody put a filter on this picture. It should not be happening. Yeah. I got to, um, I got to sign a couple autographs, uh, this year from our team set. Uh -huh. Um, and the picture, my baseball card on the team set is, is from that game. It's <laughs> me throwing in the ice, the ice in the ice in the rain. It is kind of a cool photo. Um, and the whole backstory is, it, you know, it wasn't a very good night for me. Right, right. But um, it did make for a kind of cool photo. I know that it says, at least on MLB.com, that you, you like the nickname Loosh. I, I'm going to submit a uh, petition for Snowman. We'll, we'll try that next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I Have you ever done that before? Did you ever have to convince an umpire that, like, you know, th this ain't working, man. I, I can't I can't grip this. Uh, no, not really. I mean, there's, there's been rain before, but, um, I mean, at that point it was, it was downpour. Um, right. I don't think the camera really did it justice, but it was, it was getting pretty bad. And, uh, you know, Tucker, Tucker was doing some lobbying for me as well. I don't know if he, <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of, there wasn't a whole lot of people. Not many people were braving it out, but Tucker had some, some words for, uh, for the crew chief at the time. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that was, um, in retrospect, it's kind of funny, but, 
at the time, it was not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to lie, I've been wanting to ask him about that game for a while. So I was glad I was able to get Lucas on the podcast talking about that. All right, coming up, we've got some more. I'm I'm curious as to what he thinks about Tucker moving on to Detroit. We talk about that and more. Before I tell you about that, i got to tell you about Built Bar. We're coming into the Thanksgiving season. I love Thanksgiving. I mean, I love food. I love football. I love family for the most part. So I love Thanksgiving and you know, what is a good way, a good substitute for the thousands of pounds of pumpkin pie you're about to eat a built bar built bars covered in 100% real chocolate and super healthy for you too. You can replace those fatty, crazy high calorie desserts and snacks during your Thanksgiving celebrations with a Built Bar and stay on track when it comes to your health. That's Built Bar. You can find it at Built.com. They've got all kinds of great new flavors that they're adding each and every day, so check there often during the month of November and on Black Friday. They've got some crazy awesome deals as well. That's at Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order on the delicious Built Bar. Speaking of Tucker, I I know you got the chance to pitch with him for a couple of years. Uh, What is it going to be like coming back on spring training and you're not going to see Tucker Barnhart roaming around the locker room? Yeah, he's, he's definitely going to be missed. Um, You know, everything he was able to provide and um, at least for me, like, you know, being able to ask him questions and um, get his, gain his experience um, and just his, his viewership. But, um, you know, we're obviously going to miss him. I'm going to miss him, um, not just as a teammate, but as a friend. Um, wishing nothing but the best, but, um, you know, definitely happy for um, to, to still have Tyler Stevenson around. And, um, and he's he's a special talent. Um, he's I think we're going to be able to kind of pick up and, and the way Tuck kind of took him under his wing and uh, kind of showed him the ropes. I mean, it's pretty easy to take advice from a two-time gold glover um, (laughs) in his preparation and whatnot. And so, um, you know, we're pulling for talk in Detroit and um, I don't think we square off against them next year. So, Um, but, you know, pumped to to still have Tyler, uh, you know, a talent like Tyler behind the dish. Yeah. You got another Atlanta dude around. That's always good. That's right. (laughs) Uh, you mentioned adversity and, and kind of looking back on something that happened in the middle of the season for you there in Minnesota, you kind of had some issues with your elbow and you went on the IL, but then after you came back, you just absolutely exploded for how long did that elbow injury kind of nag at you before they put you on the IL? Um, it had kind of flared up and, uh, it was probably about two, two or three weeks before okay. I had to go on the IL. Um, it was manageable at the time. Um, and kind of, it just it kind of snowballed into where I knew it was going to get worse before it was going to get better. Um, we were able to get with our medical staff and, and kind of get it taken care of to where we can, um, build it back up, get some strength and then at least get it through the rest of the season, uh, get it to the off season. Um, so it was, it was, that was definitely new for me. Um, yeah. you know, having to 
having to kind of manage that all year. Um, there was adjustments that you got to make, and um, you know now we got an extended period of time to to mess it up and get ready for twenty two. Yeah, I know that uh, getting to watch you there that second half, it, it it was fun to watch, and you were killing it. And I know that from your perspective, because from my perspective, when I watched the bullpen, I saw like a lot of turnover, a lot of guys coming, a lot of guys going and things like that. And just from my perspective, from a fan's perspective, it kind of seemed like it never really settled. How did it seem to you and, and to the guys that were in the thick of it? Uh, settled is, yeah, I think that's, I think that's just part of it. I mean, um, maybe it seemed like a bit more than usual just because of 162. I hadn't done that in two years. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's just kind of the nature of the beast sometimes. Um, it definitely wasn't due to a lack of lack of effort. You know, guys, were, we were wanting to do well. Um, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you got to look back and, and think, you know, all right, these hitters are getting uh, – they're paid to get hits as well. You know, sometimes the things go well um, and don't go well, but – uh, there were good, there was just ups and downs kind of riding the roller coaster. And, um, I thought as, I thought as a whole, we, we tried to, we tried to handle it as best we could really. Right. Yeah. And, and I know that from a pitching perspective too, there was that really weird rule change. And I, I don't know if, uh, we who watched the game made a, more of a deal of it than it really was. What was, what did you make? of the league's crackdown, if you would, and, you know, quotations on sticky substances. I don't really care. I mean, I guess they had to do it. Um, right. But whatever. It, it, if you got to do it, you got to do it. Um, I don't really make anything of it. You get to hang out with the umpires for a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, in between innings, you get to uh, – sweet talk them a little bit and hopefully gain you, uh, you know, a little inch or two off the plate next time they're behind home plate. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's the, the timing of it was a little bit weird in, in the middle of the year, I guess. Uh, I know a lot of guys were, uh, you know, some guys came out publicly about being upset, you know, in the middle of making adjustments or whatever, but I don't know. It is a game of adjustments. So, that's whatever. Find a way to be better. Those guys, I guess. Who was it? Was it? I think it was Max Scherzer that like started like taking off his belt and like pulling his pants down. I think it was Max Scherzer. I'd, what did you guys make of that? Whenever you saw that, I think I think it was it was more frustration. Um, I think guys were frustrated. It right. kind of messes with your routine. Um, at least starters, I guess. Um, you know, from stories Doolittle would tell me about Max's, how intense he is, and, uh, you know, it kind of messes with his, uh, I guess, his routine or just his, his mindset. So he was probably a little just agitated. Apparently, he's very on edge on start days, and you just kind of let him be. So I'm sure he's just a little agitated with it. Um, maybe there's a better way. I don't know. I don't really, I don't really have a whole lot of – I don't know. I don't feel strongly one way or the other. 
Did you ever get an umpire? Like, what was the, was there any kind of conversation like, man, what do you guys do for fun around here after the game? So was there any umpire that tried to make like a, a sidebar conversation during that? Um, I don't know. They're, they're pretty, they, I don't think they, they want to be keeping you too long. They just want to do their job, keep it, keep the game flowing and, sure. uh, you know, follow the rules basically. I, yeah, I, I can understand that. And I asked Lucas here in a moment about what a save means to him. Cause I know that we talk about it and, and I've said it a lot before that I kind of think saves are a silly statistic, but I I'm curious as to how he feels about them as a guy who goes out there and tries to accumulate them. That's coming up in just a minute. Before I ask him that though, I want to ask you, have you started making money off your sports knowledge today? Have you checked out the brand new interface at betonline.ag with the start of basketball season upon us, whether it be NBA or college, college tipped off last night. Great game. UC looked pretty good against Evansville and UK and Duke had one heck of a matchup there. You can get in on all of the action with all kinds of props, spread and over under totals at betonline.ag. And when it comes to all of their selection of sports, they've got basketball, football, hockey, UFC, MMA, which is the same thing, and and boxing too. You can check it out at betonline.ag. And when you go there, set up your profile with the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag and set up your profile with the promo code locked on to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. Man, I appreciate your time. I got a couple of quick questions uh, as we wrap up here. Uh, firstly, and, and this is something that with the whole, like like everybody getting statistically minded and analytics and things like that, this statistic has come under fire. What does a save mean to you? To me, um... you had seven of them this past year, which by the way, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, they're. Uh, I would love to have some more. Uh, it, it is. It's pretty cool. Um, I guess. I guess to me, it's always it. It kind of. It's almost like you're the ace of the bullpen. Um, you know, if you're when I was starting, obviously you want to be, you want to be the best um, version of yourself, and you, you strive to be. You want to be the ace. You want to be the number one guy. Um, I think the equivalent, uh, for relievers is you want to be the, you want to be the dude that shuts the door. You want to be the, um, I guess everyone kind of used the closer as kind of the ace of the bullpen. Um, so I guess in that regard, that's kind of, um, kind of how I view it. I don't know whether that's right or not, but, um, the way it's kind of games evolving a little bit, um, guys start seeing leverage uh situations based on the opponent um you know sometimes i I know in our pregame meeting sometimes we view the sixth inning might be the most important or the seventh or whatever it may be Mm um it's so it's times are changing but as long as uh I don't know. That's my kind of opinion on things. No, oh, yeah. Saves no. and closers. I think you're kind of the ace of the bullpen. Was that? I I know that. I think it was last time we talked. We had, uh, talked about the assigned seating in the bullpen. You mentioned that Rysel kind of picked where he sat, and then everybody else just 
sort of fell into line. Was it kind of who got the save the night before? They're like, all right, your turn to choose. No, no, nothing <laughs> like that. Everybody's kind of got their spots, I guess. But um, I'm more of a wanderer. I don't, I don't sit down too much. Um, I You're the guy that meanders and talks to everybody during the party. Uh, I I talk, but I I'm following the game. Um, right, right. Bouncing around and I don't, it's more of a sit still kind of thing. Maybe nervous energy. I'm not sure. That makes sense. And, and probably all the probably all the coffee I drink before I go out there. <laughs> that's that's probably it. Black or do you put cream in it? No, just black. Nice. I'm a black coffee guy too. I, I want someone once told me like you're an insane person if you drink black coffee, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm insane. <laughs> that's how I like it. Exactly. Um, uh, kind of lastly, what are your thoughts on next year, both for the Reds as a team and for you personally? Uh, thoughts are everybody starts zero and zero, you know, everyone's tied for first at the beginning. Um, obviously it's super early in the off season. Um, you're not completely, no one's really completely sure, um, you know, what we're going to field. Um, you know, how the team's kind of going to shake out. Um, but I mean, as a, as a team, we're obviously going to go out there and, um, do our best to win as many ball games as possible and, and ultimately hopefully be the last ones, last ones to win one. Um, for myself, it's, it's about, um, kind of just building on what we, what I was able to do towards the end of the year, um, build on that and, um, off season's about getting stronger and, um, and being ready for, for the long haul. Um, I haven't really set too many, I haven't got to the, the goal setting part of it quite yet, but still kind of in dad mode and off season mode. <laughs> um, but, but the expectations to, to go out and win simple as that. Well, I tell you what, next time I have you on the podcast, I'll ask you for your favorite dad jokes. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't have any quite yet. <laughs> well, that's all right, Lucas. I, I, man, I appreciate- Jared Hughes was full of them. Oh. Jared Hughes, Jared Hughes, <laughs> Jared Hughes had plenty of them. That I could see. I might, I might have to ask him for a couple. That I could see. I always appreciated him sprinting in out of the bullpen, but I know that there were plenty, plenty of people that were just like, oh, what's he doing? I'm like, I, I love that. That's awesome. And there's a there's a backstory to it that's actually pretty cool. He said uh, he said he got moved to the pen. He was starting for and he was in the minors for I think he was in the minors for a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, moving to the pen, he was he was sitting you know low nineties, and he was like, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dead sprint in, and uh, they ain't got nothing to lose. I don't I don't know if it was like to fire himself up and. I think he went out and punched the side or hit 96 or it was he was throwing cheese i think <laughs> and it was like I did it again and ended up getting into the big leagues and never stopped so there's kind of the backstory to it it gets him in a right state of mind and fires him up and so it's actually a pretty cool story dude was a hall of fame like picture day guy though i remember those all time <laughs> all-time teammate too one of the, one of the greater teammates I've been uh, had the pleasure of sharing a locker room with. 
That's awesome, man. Well, hey, I, I've kept you longer than I asked you for, and I appreciate you talking some baseball with me, Lucas. And we're we're gonna look forward. Hopefully, the Reds do some do some big things this off season and put together a team. And uh, we'll see you guys in the spring. Sounds good. Huge thank you to Lucas for coming on the podcast yet again. I I think he's entered friend of the podcast territory. I think we can officially declare that. But yeah, always great talking baseball with him. That was a lot of fun. I hope that you enjoyed it. If this is your first time listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast, I urge you, make sure that you're following me right here on your favorite podcasting app. I'm going to be with you each and every day this off season, and we're going to be talking even through the supposed lockout. It's coming up here in December, and we'll see what's come of that but make sure that you're subscribed and make sure you subscribe to the youtube page this is the audio only version there will be a little bit of a different flavor for today's youtube video there'll be a clip of this just not the whole thing want to make it a little bit exclusive for you audio only folks but that'll do it for us here on today's episode tomorrow we're going to continue talking about this upcoming well the off season that the reds are now in and what's gonna happen hopefully something is going to happen. That's coming up tomorrow on the Lockdown Reds podcast. But as for today, thanks for making me your first listen. Now make your second listen Locked On MLB as Sully as you covered from all things baseball present and past. And he looks ahead into the future a little bit. That's Locked On MLB, just like Locked On Reds, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And even though it's the off season, we're Locked On Reds every single day. <laughs>